This episode is sponsored by Audible. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, and they have over 100,000 titles available for download. Visit audibletrial.com slash thescaldcircle to begin your trial and download your free audiobook today. It's time to relax, grab a drink, pull up a chair by the hearth, and have a seat in the Scald Circle, and listen to The Jellyfish Takes a Journey from Japanese folklore, as told by my nogu. Before we begin our story, we wanted to remind you that we release new tales for free every week. Our shorter tales release on Wednesdays, and our longer chapter stories release on every other Saturday. Find out where you can hear them on our website at thescaldcircle.com. And be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out on one of our enchanting tales from around the world. Now then, without further ado, this is The Jellyfish Takes a Journey. Once upon a time, the jellyfish was a very handsome fellow. His form was beautiful and round as the full moon. He had glittering scales and fins and a tail as other fishes have. But he had more than these. He had little feet as well, so that he could walk upon the land as well as swim in the sea. He was merry, and he was gay, and he was beloved and trusted by the Dragon King. And in spite of this, his grandmother always said he would come to a bad end, because he would not mind his books at school. And she was right. It all came about in this way. The dragon came was but lately wed when the young lady dragon, his wife, fell very sick. So she took to her bed and stayed there. And wise folk in Dragonland shook their heads and said her last day was at hand. Doctors came from far and near, and they dosed her and they bled her. But no good at all could they do her, the poor young thing, nor recover her of her illness. And the dragon king was beside himself. Heart's desire, he said to his pale bride, I would give my life for you. Little good it would do me, she answered. Howbeit, if you will fetch me a monkey's liver, I will eat it and live. A monkey's liver, cried the dragon king. A monkey's liver? You talk wildly, O light of my eyes. How shall I find a monkey's liver? Know you not, sweet one, that monkeys dwell in the trees of the forest, while we are in the deep sea. Tears ran down the dragon queen's lovely countenance. If I do not have the monkey's liver, I shall die. Then the dragon went forth and called to him the jellyfish. The queen must have a monkey's liver, he said, to cure her of her sickness. What will she do with the monkey's liver? asked the jellyfish. Why, she will eat it, said the dragon king. Oh, said the jellyfish. Now, said the king, you must go and fetch me a live monkey. I have heard that they dwell in the tall trees of the forest. Therefore swim quickly, O jellyfish, and bring a monkey with you back again. How will I get the monkey to come back with me, said the jellyfish. Tell him of all the beauties and pleasures of Dragonland. Tell him that he will be happy here, and that he may play with mermaids all day long. Well, said the jellyfish, 
I suppose I'll tell him that. And off set the jellyfish, and he swam and he swam, till at last he reached the shore where grew the tall trees of the forest. And sure enough, there was a monkey sitting in the branches of the persimmon tree, eating persimmons. This very thing, said the jellyfish to himself, I'm in luck. Noble monkey, he said, will you come to Dragonland with me? How should I get there, said the monkey. Only sit on my back, said the jellyfish, and I'll take you there. You'll have no trouble at all. And why should I go there, after all, said the monkey. I am very well off as I am. Ah, said the jellyfish, it's plain that you know little of all the beauties and pleasures of Dragonland. There you will be happy as the day is long. You will win great riches and honor. Besides, you may play with mermaids from morn to leave. I'll come, said the monkey. And he slipped down from the persimmon tree and jumped on the jellyfish's back. When the two of them were about halfway over Dragonland, the jellyfish laughed. Now, jellyfish, why do you laugh? I laugh for joy, said the jellyfish. When you come to Dragonland, my master, the Dragon King, will get your liver and give it to my mistress, the Dragon Queen, to eat. And then she will recover from her sickness. My liver, said the monkey. Why, of course, said the jellyfish. Alas and alack, cried the monkey. I'm grieved indeed, but if it's my liver you're wanting, I haven't brought it with me. To tell you the truth, it weighs pretty heavy, so I took it out and hung it upon a branch of that persimmon tree where you found me. Quickly, quickly, let's go back for it. And back they went, and the monkey was up on the persimmon tree in a twinkling. Mercy me, I don't see it at all, he said. Where can I have mislaid it? I should not be surprised if some rascal stole it, he said. Now, if the jellyfish had minded his books at school, would he really have been hoodwinked by the monkey? You may believe not, but his grandmother always said he would come to a bad end. I shall be some time in finding it, I think, said the monkey. You'd best be getting home to Dragonland. The king would be loath for you to be out after dark. You can call for me another day. I'll be right here. Sayonara. The monkey and the jellyfish parted on the best of terms. The minute the dragon king set eye on the jellyfish, he said, Where's the monkey? Oh, I'm to call for him another day, said the jellyfish, and he told all of the tale. And then the dragon king flew into a towering rage. He called his executioners and bid them beat the jellyfish. Break every bone in his body. Beat him to jelly. Alas, for the sad fate of the jellyfish, jelly he remains to this very day. And as for the young dragon queen, she was fain to laugh when she heard the story. Well, if I can't have a monkey's liver, I must needs do without it. Give me my best brocade gown, and I will get up, for I feel a good deal better. And that is the story of The Jellyfish Takes a Journey. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, we recommend taking a look at our Patreon page as noted in the description below. 
You can earn great rewards while also supporting us to keep these stories alive for future generations to come. Also remember to subscribe to us on your podcast application and leave us a five-star rating if you enjoyed this story. A special thank you to Kat for their support this month. Without your contribution, we wouldn't be able to continue these stories, and we truly appreciate it. Visit thescaldcircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current events, news, and much more. Not only that, but you can also visit our story archive of every tale we have told. It's sorted by origin and region for the convenience of your listening pleasure. Thank you for listening to our story. Don't forget, this episode is sponsored by Audible, the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks. While this story is over, you can still visit audibletrial.com slash thescaldcircle to begin your trial and download your free audiobook today. Let us know what you've listened to recently on Audible via our Facebook page. We're always looking for new recommendations.